0: What keeps the Mac relevant? This is Mac Voices. Mac Voices is supported by Notion. Do your most efficient work with Notion projects at Notion.com slash Mac Voices. Welcome to Mac Voices. This is the talk of the Apple community, and I'm Chuck Joyner. Folks, we finally have liftoff. It's approximately 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific, whatever time it is, wherever you are. We're in uh, YouTube at youtube.com slash TV. We'd love to have you join us in the chat. We have uh, a whole lot of people in there right now um, digging around. And so welcome to you all. Uh, We have a lot to get to tonight, um, and we also have an extra large panel. So we're going to go around, find out who's here, and then we'll go for it. Um, starting out, as usual, uh, in the top right, excuse me, top left of a very busy screen of mine, Mr. David Ginsburg. David, welcome. It's good to have you.
1: Thanks, Chuck. Great to be here. This is a great panel we're going to have tonight. This is, uh, I love when we see every, all of our friends here. And uh, we, we got some good stories, and I'm um, looking forward to, and, and even Andrew's here. It's great. Well, good to yeah. be here. Oh, exactly. Even
2: Andrew, I All love our that, friends and also
3: Andrew. <laughs> Andrew. <laughs> exactly.
0: <laughs> uh, Mr. Brian Flanagan Arthur's is here as well. Brian, I love the fact that the beard is uh, is developing. Thank you. Thank you. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're looking very thoughtful. Looking very thoughtful.
3: Thank you. Jim he should Ray is up to get tips from Andrew.
0: Yeah, yeah, Jim. <laughs> Jim Ray is here, uh, still outside of uh, of the mothership. Jim, good to have you.
4: It's a good panel every week.
0: It, I it think, is, I said. So it is a good panel, but this is an extra large panel. This, this is a, just an extra big one.
5: Yeah,
2: everybody got this, this is a
4: this is a good large panel.
2: Yeah. Oh wait, so, there's so, so one. many jokes, so many jokes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: Um, So, we found a long-lost wandering sheep in Andrew Orr and pulled him back. Andrew, it's great to have you.
6: Hey, thanks for having me. I know it's been a while. I've been, been floating in the ether.
0: Well, it's been way too long. We have a reason yeah. for having you here, but we will get to that a little bit later. But I'm so glad you could make it. Uh Eric Bolden is at first we thought he was promoting Web Bixby, but it just turns out he's promoting the Web uh, Space Telescope. Eric, good to see you. Hi. Nice to be here. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. And 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 you know, one of the things <laughs> that the Web Telescope might be able to see is uh, Brittany Smith's collection of Star Wars helmets. <laughs> Brittany, good to have you.
3: <laughs> good to be here, Chuck.
0: Uh, you didn't know where I was going with that one, did you? <laughs> uh, Guy Searles is here. Uh, hey,
2: talking- Chuck. How you doing tonight? Yeah. yeah. Talking grits. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, make-
0: <laughs> and making me hungry.
1: Uh,
0: uh, Jeff Gamet is here for his first appearance in his new digs. Jeff, right, it's great to see you, and it looks great.
5: Oh, thank uh, you. Uh, I, can't I can't wait, wait to, to see, see how, how it, all it all works out, out. um it's, it's it's uh right, right now, now it's, it's an m v p for those of you that, that don't know uh uh minimum viable, viable product and uh yeah so, so it's evolving, evolving. uh this, this is, is the, the first, first video MVP podcast that, that i've done, done in the new place, place. nice yeah also, i thought
2: most i thought m v p was most valuable panels right behind you there
5: yes Oh, yes, they they are the most valuable panels. Um, I do want to point out that that Web Space Telescope and Web Bixby do actually have have a common link. They both look forward.
0: Okay. (laughs) 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 I
5: want to write (laughs) that down. (laughs) Write that down. Tumbleweeds. That's oh. that's all right. You know, not not everyone is prepared to to take compliments, and it just takes a while for those to to kind of settle in, and that's okay. It's yeah. like a gift that keeps on giving.
0: Mm-hmm. Next, just up, like the your man.
5: commentary, Jeff. You-
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> The man uh, who sold his uh, his Ferrari and bought a telescope, uh, but then put his name on it, Mr. Webb Bixby. <laughs> Webb, it's good to have you.
4: Good to have you. Thanks. Thanks for having me again. I know it's a pretty full panel. Um Webb's spelled wrong. So the guy who did the telescope doesn't spell Webb right. So
0: now well, you know. That's is that mean you get a refund? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah, the,
4: the a black duct tape put it over
0: there, so you know. yeah, the repainting is gonna cost a fortune. <laughs> Uh, Kelly Gamont has shown up, um, yeah, same, same room, different angle though, I do believe.
3: Yeah. Long story. We don't okay. have time for it tonight.
0: <laughs> okay. Sort 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 of like Jeff's background. Every, everything's changing. Mine's changing. So yeah. last but absolutely not least, sneaking in under the wire, Mr. Mark Fuccio. Mark, great to have you.
7: Hello everyone. Good to be here.
0: So. I, Mark kind of stole the thunder of the first uh, first story because oh, we have an all-time uh, all time high today in Apple stock that I wanted to bring up. I mean, I'm not sure what there is to say about it other than that they are dancing right at the top, uh, at the edge of a $3 billion company. Trillion, um, trillion, trillion. Trillion, excuse me, trillion, pardon me, tr- yes, like. How could I get that confused? A billion
2: of these paltry sums. <laughs> yeah, really. Really.
3: Three billion in the break room couch there on Infinite Loop. I mean, I, I just it's it's just staggering.
0: Oh, I'm I'm kind of assuming that what we're seeing is reaction to um, to the to the Vision Pro, as well as all the other dub dub announcements. Um, but at the end of the day, whatever it is, it's really pushing it up nicely.
7: All-time high, you can't beat that.
0: Yeah. Mark, do you have any thoughts on, on anything else regarding that um, as far as, you know, what anything else that might be driving it, or is it just Apple enthusiasm right
7: now? Uh, no, I think a lot of what's driving the market, uh, especially in the NASDAQ index, they talk about, you know, FANG, and they've expanded it to include uh, Microsoft and uh, others. You know, they're really... Uh, the very large you know, cap uh, tech stocks are really what's driving uh, the market uh, or, the, or the big uh, Nasdaq index upward. So uh, Apple certainly is part of that, and you know I think there's uh, good consensus about uh, about Apple uh, going forward, and it's certainly reflected in price. Um, you know we haven't seen a lot of tremendous volume recently, but. Uh, Uh, I think uh, there's a lot of, you know, since the stock market does look forward, you know, there's a lot of expectation about, uh, obviously, about uh, good financial results to come. So we'll have to see what happens. And as Ken Ray points out in his uh, daily podcast, uh, a lot of analysts have raised their expectations, and there's a lot of other, you know, chatter about the strength of, uh, intrinsic strength of Apple's services business and, yet again for another year we seem to be you hearing analysts speculate about a mammoth you know upgrade cycle when the next new iPhone gets released you know estimated i think at about a quarter of a billion 250 million devices so um if that comes to bear then that will certainly you know, kick in a, a new cycle of uh, you know profits and you know probably uh maybe a new services growth which will help propel the stock upward so um, of course, everything could drop out. Yeah, the bottom could drop out tomorrow. You know, it's the stock market, so it's very, yeah, very. Difficult. That's true. But, uh, until then, you know, let's. Uh, I don't have any champagne, but uh, you know, let's uh, let's all have a toast to uh, the success and of Apple shares. Today. Keeps
2: disappearing here, here. Well, but
4: uh, uh, unfortunately, I was just going to add that. In after hours trading, Apple stock has dropped six cents a share, so it's bubble's over. It's it's gone. We. Time to move oh. on. So, drop <laughs> six cents. So, it's at one eighty seven ninety eight. So, uh,
0: well, it's still a pretty nice neighborhood. Yeah,
4: when you take it. <laughs>
0: yeah. Their
4: their their market cap is two point nine five eight trillion.
0: So, so yes. it's, again, it's right there. Doomed. I, yeah, I wouldn't be. I would be. Wouldn't be surprised if we did not see some profit taking as we head into the holiday weekend. Just so you know, people can go and have money to uh, to spend, but. We'll see what happens. Um, next thing up um, was an article that was uh, penned by our very own Andrew Orr, which is one of the reasons that I threatened Andrew if if he didn't come back and tell us about it himself, <laughs> we would we would draw our own conclusions, and Uh-oh. that was enough to scare <laughs> him back. So. True. <laughs> And, Andrew, uh, you talk about Xcode in this article and why it's so important for Apple. Uh, give us the, the 411 on it.
6: Right. I, I've i been covering these SERP reports for a while now. Their latest report as of last Wednesday is they were questioning the max placement in the overall Apple ecosystem. And I kind of you know, drew, the, drew between the lines. Um, and my point was that, even though Apple could be seen at this point as maybe they're an Apple or a mobile first company because the iPhone is their most successful um, product. And now that they have released the Apple Vision Pro, that is another mobile computing platform and so I think what SERP was questioning is, you know, um, Apple is even more mobile centric now. What What's going on with the Mac? Mac, they raise a couple of points that, you know, um, the Mac may not have as many sales as their mobile products like the iPhone and the iPad, but the Mac still remains a pretty c- crucial um, product in their ecosystem, and the point that I kind of drew out was that um, the Mac is it shouldn't be seen as a platform just to create mobile apps, but it's kind of true that the Mac is important because it has Xcode. It lets this is the platform that lets developers create these mobile apps for you know their mobile platforms. But obviously, it it still has other strengths of its own. And I thought that was um, an important point to make from that was just that the Mac is still, you know, even though it doesn't get as many sales as the mobile products, it's still not threatened by them, at least for now, as I kind of tease at the end.
0: So do you feel like, I mean... It- Apple, the Mac and Xcode, therefore, make uh, make themselves that important to the mobile platforms because we still haven't seen anything that lets developers develop on the mobile platforms.
6: Right. That's what I th- was thinking. There is um, – Apple has released – has um, expanded um, – uh, what's it what called, Swift Playgrounds on the iPad. T- so they can release apps, some apps in that perspective, but they're still not as powerful as those using xCloud.
0: Kelly?
3: I think um, there's a lot of sort of categorizing going on With the Mac, particularly as the other platforms get more capable, it used to be really easy to see if you needed to do real computing work that you were going to need a computer, you know, a Mac, whatever, whatever flavor it may take, whatever format it's in, you know, if you have a portable or you don't, doesn't matter, you're going to need a computer to do real stuff. But now the exact same processor that's in that computer is in one of these. And that's a very different Proposition for a lot of people, and I think part of what's making like you know uh we always got you know the iPad is just for consumption, right, and I think that there's sort of some dismissal of the Mac in that way, and until there's there's uh something else you know more appealing for that, I think mostly what this means is that the the mobile platforms have sort of caught up and gotten more capable. you can't develop on it yet, but you know like a, a completely full on you know playgrounds is evolving but it's still not uh you know uh, uh greg isn't going to be writing the next version of drafts on an ipad right you know those kinds of things so um i think there's there's some dismissal because the other things have gotten so much more capable and so much uh so much more uh feature parity sort of you know it's it's kind of the thing that people get worked up about all the time like you know, I don't want my Mac to get more like iOS when in reality, the thing that a lot of people are waiting for is the opposite. I want my, I want my iOS devices to do all the things my Mac can do so that Mm -hmm. I have a plethora of devices from which to choose. If I'm going to go do a thing, what's that thing? If I'm going to watch a movie, if I'm going to play a game, if I'm going to write an app, you know, which thing do, which size screen do I want to use for that? And I think that's Part of what's going on with it is it's more a testament to all the things that you can do with your other devices uh, than it is, you know, the the Mac sort of falling by the wayside.
0: Jim, I, I always turn to you because you're a resident developer. Um, do you agree with Andrew's assessment? Um, which
4: is the assessment that Xcode is what keeps the Mac relevant? Is that what the debate is or?
6: That was one of the points I I was making. Yeah. Um, You know, I think it's, it's a point, Um,
4: you know, certainly Apple needs the Mac and Xcode just for its own employees. You know, all all of their work is done in it. Um, You know, I, 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 I think, you know, it's kind of a, you know, was CERT saying that they thought the Mac was going to be irrelevant? It, it seemed like something that, you know, like 10 years ago seemed more more likely. And over the last few years has seemed, you know, like it's the exact opposite. Apple's been pouring a huge amount of attention uh, into the Mac platform, um, <clears throat> you know, um, And, you know, if anything, I I think it's kind of pulling away from iOS in terms of heavy duty stuff. Um, You know, I I don't think you're ever going to see serious development on an iOS platform. Um, You know, look, they they finally did come out with uh, Final Cut for the iPad, but, you know, it seems to me like the. You know, I I don't think too many you know video editors are like, oh yeah, finally we can ditch our Macs. Um, I I don't think that's what's what's happening. It's just kind of showcasing that, yeah, the iPad really can't do these things that a Mac can do, and it's not just about the uh, processor. Um, You know, it's about it's about the operating system. Mm -hmm. Uh, Part of a big part of it's the user interface, but you know, there's also components. Uh, uh, you know, about the operating system that just the way they're architected. um, You know, I mean, that's not to say that Apple couldn't change that down the, you know, line. And, you know, I I periodically am like, you know, why can't I run macOS on an iPad? I, I still think that makes sense and, you know, should happen sometime, even if it required that, you know, it could only be done, if you had a pointing device attached, um, I still think that that would be useful, and you know certainly the hardware now should, you know, support that. One would one would think, but you know the architecture of macOS is is quite different than than uh, um, iOS, and you know I, it's great Apple apples, you know if 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 the Mac was a company by itself, I mean you know I was saying like, well, you know it'd be huge um, and you know, like, yeah, well you know, it doesn't sell anywhere near the iPhone, well, there's no product in the world that sells anywhere you know we just you know, we just had apples so that just passed three trillion dollars, you know, you know, I'm not even sure you know are, are there any cars that you know sell anywhere near what uh you know, I don't think there's any product. So you know, obviously, unless Apple's going to sell just one product, you know, you know, I mean, you could say the same thing about AirPods or you know, oh, gee, they don't sell near as many AirPods as they do iPhones. So you know, AirPods are irrelevant. They all they all add up, and the Mac is a huge component because it does you know because of Xcode and because it does you know all the development. All of these products are done on Macs, and 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 I, I think that's that's going to continue. And as as a Mac developer, it's been very exciting to see, you know, the Mac seem like a kind of a backwater for a long time, but it doesn't feel that way anymore. Um, you know, they're pouring a, a, a lot of attention into the Mac as well, so it's it's wow. uh, interesting times.
0: Today's Mac Voices is supported by Notion. Do your most efficient work with Notion projects at Notion.com slash Mac Voices. Getting work done can feel impossible some days, and it goes beyond work to your personal tasks as well. Projects usually mean task tracking in one place, writing docs in another, and setting goals in yet another. All that switching takes time away from actually getting things done. Today, I'm excited to share that Notion has just launched Notion Projects, which includes new powerful ways to manage projects and leverage the power of their built-in AI features too. Notion Projects combines project management with your docs, knowledge base, and AI, so you can stop jumping between tools and stop paying too much for them too. I've worked with lots of project management options, and I found Notion to be both intuitive and complete. And the last thing I need is another system that has a huge learning curve. I was up and running with Notion in no time. I bet you will be too. Do your most efficient work with Notion projects. You can try it for free today at notion.com slash macvoices. That's all lowercase letters, notion.com slash macvoices. When you use my link, you're supporting my show. Go right now to notion.com slash macvoices. Thanks to Notion for supporting Mac Voices. And with the engineering we have, you know, we, that have, has given us the M1, the M2, and the rumored M3. And that's a whole other discussion. Mark, you wanted to get in on this.
7: Uh, yes. So I first saw this story uh, somewhere other than uh, Apple Insider. I saw it yesterday. And. Uh, I was uh, looking at it, and i saw I saw this uh, the same pie chart graph that uh, Andrew incorporated into his article and I looked at that and I figured, oh, this is really interesting It' was sort of a breakdown of you know max sales over the past twelve months. I really didn't read much about uh, the article um but then I saw some other things you know uh elsewhere you know that made me think uh you know that this is really uh seemed to me a little bit of uh, a spam bait uh, sort of article. Um, sort of, I think, you know, subliminally, it seemed to be you know, driving to the meme of, well, you know, is is that Mac important to Apple? Is it at risk of being jettisoned or whatnot? You know, because so much of what they do is based on the iPhone. So um, I, I think that's the sort of subliminal subtext that uh, they're driving into. Uh, you know, I really thought it was sort of, you know, misguided uh i think andrew makes an important point about yes the importance of xcode but to me it's it's more than that uh, there's so many other applications you know like creative pros that uh, use a lot of the adobe apps that um you know they're not going to they they can't easily switch you know to ipad and then for all the reasons of uh, expandability for other hardware devices as well as storage and monitors and things you know they they're unparalleled so you know I think that uh, yeah Apple is really a master at uh, product segmentation. Uh, you know, sometimes they are not overly explicit about who they target certain devices for, but those devices resonate with their buyers. And I think in this case that yeah, had the original article been something hot off the presses insight into popular Mac sales over the past 12 months, I think would have you know gotten a much better response and would have been truly much more educationally useful. Um, then, sort of stirring up this old, tired debate of, you know, how important is the Mac to Apple versus, you know, iPad versus uh, iPhone, you know, which I think is just, you know, old noise, old paranoia, old bad dreams that should be dispensed with.
0: Andrew, uh, before we go to David, um, throw in your comment about uh, uh, that you have in our chat. I think that's important.
6: So I mentioned in our chat, I, as far as I know, SERP, those charts that they add in their reports, I, I'm a subscriber to their reports. Um, it sounds like they take surveys of Apple users because in all of the charts that I've seen, they say something like um, data as of the last 12 months, for example. So it, they're taking, you know... Um, as far as surveys can be trusted for like legit data, they are, it sounds like they are actually surveying Apple customers and getting their opinions on various things like what they think of the Mac. Um, they've done reports like how many Android users have switched to iPhone and vice versa. So all these different variables.
1: David? Yeah, I want to touch a little bit on on the Mac itself. I mean, just my experiences working with the, the Macs, uh, you know, in business. Uh, the the MacBook Pro and the MacBook Air are, are neck and neck. I mean, I think those those two models, I, I I've seen you know big jumps. As as I think these numbers are really pretty valid. Um, but with the, with the Pro line of of machines here, but you're also finding that the use of the Air now, especially with the 15 inch that just came out, I I, I think that number. I, I mean. That number is big already but i'm i'm seeing that it could go even bigger uh both, both uh in the macbook pro line you got the 14 the 16 is there going to be a sweet spot where that's going to adjust i'm 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 curious to see where that goes you go into the onto the desktop side of things you know and there already was rumors about the imac looking at a, a whole new clean update to it potentially something really big. Uh, but that's interesting to see that there's 10% of the market there in in, in this particular chart, and I agree with a lot of the, the comments here in the our, in our private chat about the Mac Mini. I am surprised that that uh, that number is as small as it is, especially the fact when the M1 came out in 2020, that was uh, um, th- that was a that was a big push, and and I know they they had sold quite a few of those, you know, but that's going back three years now. But now we have the M2, and I have the M2 Pro, uh, and then I think the Mac Studio is gonna go. I think next two is going to take a little a little extra time, but then another thing I do agree with the, the fact is the Mac pro. I am surprised about that number. You know Jim you said that was a bit of a, of a of an interesting number there to to the see that the pro is that popular uh, being that it was sitting on Intel for all that time and we just now have the the you know the M series in that line. But overall, I think I, I think these numbers are pretty look pretty solid, you know from from my experience.
3: Brit. I I didn't really have that much to say. Sorry.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, I I will uh, let Ben uh, in the chat room um, fill in for you, which is an interesting point. He says, I think not being uh, completely beholden to the App Store gives the Mac an advantage that other Apple platforms don't have. That's a very, very unusual and different way of looking at it. Guy, you went in on this.
2: Yeah, I think that this uh, this graph here is full of crap. Uh, I find it really, really hard to believe that the Mac Pro, the Intel Mac Pro, because this this can't include the new M-Series Mac Pro, oh. is outselling the Mac Mini by 300%. I find that very, very hard to believe. Now, the numbers on the, the MacBook Pro and MacBook Air, uh, those could probably flip-flop, especially with the, the redesign of the MacBook Air, which to me, I think is really the sweet spot for the vast majority of people that are looking for a Mac. Um, And the iMac. I don't think that the iMac is at 10%. I don't think there's really all that many people buying the the current 24-inch iMac. I, I just don't see them around anywhere. But the Mac Mini, most of the people I talk to, they have either a MacBook Pro, MacBook Air, or a Mac Mini. And those are the numbers that I think are probably closer to reality than, than what's in this pie chart. I, I just can't believe that the Mac mini isn't selling more than the iMac or the Mac pro, especially with as many new users are coming to the Mac since the M series chips came out. And the, all of those people already have keyboards. All those people already have mice. This is, this is not unlike when Apple switched over to Intel and a whole bunch of people said, you know what, I I don't need to run Windows anymore because now I can I can use boot camp and run all of my Windows programs on the Mac. It's somewhat similar to that, except all of those same programs are now running native on the on Macs running uh, M1, M2 Silicon. And I just I just don't believe these numbers. I, I think that it's just nonsense. And. For anyone to, to even speculate that the Mac is becoming irrelevant in this day and age, uh, just has to look at the not so much the sales numbers because Apple doesn't really release that anymore, but how much just how much pure profit Apple is getting off of the Mac line. And yes, is it as big as iOS? Is it as big as iPhones? Is it as big as the iPad? Probably not. But it's still significant enough that, that they're not going to just abandon a market like that. And I think it, it's, it, it's nonsense to even even speculate that something like that is going to happen. I think that the, the Mac is more alive now than it has been probably since the original switch to Intel. Uh, the, the Intel line was getting old. And the, the M series chips have, have kind of breathed new life into the entire platform.
0: Uh, let's see. Kelly, I think is next.
3: When I look at this, uh, when I look at this chart, uh, which the only part of the report that I can see says this was over the previous twelve months, and that's yeah. all I can really see. It doesn't say what people wanted or what people were planning to buy or anything like that. But from an enterprise perspective, um, I'm a member of the Apple Consultants Network through my day job and uh, deal with Apple computers and um, uh, buying them. Uh, All the time. And in fact, I placed orders today. And so like on the professional side, um, I agree with Guy that these numbers seem kind of iffy only because uh, most people's sort of default configuration uh, for us anyway, when we're ordering things for for people uh, is a MacBook Air with uh, 16 gigabytes of RAM just to future proof them. Um, Some people have other storage needs, but at a minimum, uh, we never give people the eight giggers. Uh so it's probably I would say my chart my personal pie chart and I'm just distracted because I'm thinking about pie is um probably like 50% MacBook Air and then um probably 40% MacBook Pro and then um like a single digit number as in like there are one or two Mac Pros out there that we uh, deal with on the regular. And then the rest is split up between um, IMAX and Minis with a few studios, because we do work with some people who are uh, very interested in the kind of Uh, flat-out horsepower you can get from a studio with an M-Series processor because the Mac Pro, as we all know, uh, with an M-Series chip in it is a very recent development. So nobody has their hands on one yet. Um, We do have a fair number of iMacs because there are a lot of professional situations where it makes sense to only ever have the one piece. Uh, with a screen and then we have all the minis because we have a lot of places where just we just need the computer and we don't care if there's a screen, but we need there to be a computing unit that does a thing someplace, um, you know, it runs uh, menu boards, you know, it's got a bunch of different displays that it goes and, and broadcasts information to, or, you um, it it you know it has some other sort of purpose and you know we only ever have to get into it remotely and it doesn't really matter where it sits or what kind of screens attached to it so as a computing unit the mini is an awesome device in many many different ways that we use it for um, you know, I have a lot of different ways that that we 've got those deployed through um, my day job, and then uh, you know so like to me, these numbers also look iffy just from a professional standpoint like that breakdown is is a little bit odd, but uh, I do agree that there 's a lot more Apple stuff happening like we still regularly convert people. Um, You know, I had a Windows machine, but it's time for me to upgrade and I don't want that anymore. Or, um, you know, the entire organization is converting over to one thing or another. And we still do deal with Windows stuff. But um, there are some places where people are like, you know, I have to upgrade my Windows machine and then it's I get to upgrade my macbook and like that seems to be i i started paying attention to how people talk about it <laughs> like all of our clients it's you have to upgrade the windows machine you get to upgrade the mac so um i just think i, I think it's interesting uh mostly that uh there are so many mac pros in this in this chart yeah. and so few mac studios it makes That's no funny. sense yeah, but um, it's it, it's still really nice to see that somebody's paying attention to that and, uh, you know, what people are doing with them. Because personally, you know, looking at this as just, you know, we, we, you know, if it's Family Feud, right, we surveyed 100 Mac users and here's what they told us, right? Uh, like the Mac Pro, that seems like a really high number.
0: This Mac Voices Live panel is back next time to talk about the rumors surrounding a 30-inch iMac. Does it make sense? That's next time on Mac Voices. I'll see you then. As always, I'm Chuck Joyner. Thanks for watching. Visit macvoices.com for show notes and to connect with Chuck on social media. Get involved in our Facebook group or like our Facebook page and get more out of your Apple tech with Mac Voices magazine, free on Flipboard and on the web. And if you find value in it all, consider supporting us through either our Patreon campaign at patreon.com/macvoices